This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I wanted to take a moment to bring up a really serious topic. I know that after listening to this podcast and putting what we advise to practice, you will quickly become really freaking good with women. It's serious. It's going to happen for you. Meaning that you'll be sleeping with more women and exposing yourself to potential STDs. It's the reality, so I hope you're listening to this message. I know you're a smart guy and will be using protection, but as a woman, the best words that I can hear from a man I'm about to sleep with is, I just got tested and I'm clean. We all know that going in for STD tests can be time-consuming, costly, and let's face it, they're freaking embarrassing. With my lab box, you don't have to worry about any of that anymore. My lab box is the first and only service to offer at-home STD testing to consumers nationwide. My lab box is verified to be as accurate as testing in a clinic or a doctor's office. They have easy mail-in tests that can be completed in five minutes or less, anytime and anywhere. You can order tests and receive lab certified results online in just a click in two to five days. That's pretty amazing. My lab box also has extra genital tests available to detect in Infections in the mouth and rectal area, which most labs do not screen for. And you can also download a lab certified copy of your results to consult with your preferred physician. Should you test positive using the My Lab Box service, enjoy extra peace of mind with a complimentary physician consultation completely free of charge. Testing and treating STDs has never been easier. Join the safe sex revolution at mylabbox.com today with one easy click. Safe is sexy. That's mylabbox.com and get started today. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Win Podcast, we have Chad from Ask the Doc right here on Playboy Radio. And we also have Jenny Savage, who is a trainer and a lesbian. And we talk about how to introduce sex toys in the bedroom and how to be okay with the lady you're seeing introducing sex toys into the bedroom. We also talked about how to approach women, ask women out, and how to get what you want from women in a clear concise way and you'll understand what I'm talking about when you listen to this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast where you get real advice straight from the source women. I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts here, of course, with Marnie Kenris. She is a bestselling author of Get Inside Her. You can check it out on winggirlmethod.com. We have uh, Chad Braverman, who's hanging out with us today as the voice of man from Ask the Doc here on Playboy Radio. I'm the voice of man. Yes. I like that. That's a lot of responsibility. but, I'm a but voice not, of a but, man, but, but just not like really. Of all man, men. Of all men. Yeah, but yes. let's not put men on a pedestal enough to make it even that much responsibility. <laughs> like, I don't have that much let's respect. Just for knock you guys. him down a few notches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we also have Jenny Savage, who's going to hang out with us on the second half of the show and give us her ladies' take on everything that Chad's going to be saying, which I'm sure will be still good, but I'm sure she might disagree. Uh, tad maybe here or there <laughs> or know. maybe not maybe you guys will share some I feel some like we already uh, it could happen I have yeah. a lot of testosterone we'll see <laughs> oh so who is the man of the show we'll uh, see who knows who knows voice of men we have today yes the voice of men so before we get into talking to Chad uh, I wanted to go into a quick wing girl minute Okay, let's talk about pubes. I get tons of emails from guys asking me, Marnie, should I trim my pubes? To which I say, hell yes, you should trim your pubes. What woman do you know that wants to go crawling through the jungle to try and find your penis? And she definitely doesn't want long pubes getting caught in her teeth or rubbing up against her thighs. That is disgusting and very uncomfortable. My advice as your wing girl is to make your penis more accessible and look nicer and nicer to look at. And I promise... She'll be visiting it a lot more often. Plus, trimming your pubes makes your penis look bigger. Bigger. So I don't even get it in. Win-win like in my bing. mind. And that is my wing girl minute. 
You know what? I think I don't want to point this out on, on air, but I think I'm going to. You did this one before. I, d- I did? Yeah. I don't know where I'm pulling them from. Anyway, this is really good advice. Because so I remember her saying, like, go through the jungle to find the penis. Do you? Yeah. Like my lines. It's kind of like you're searching for a banana, like a monkey searching for banana in the jungle. Yes. Like, I've seen some guys with, like, really, it's like gross pubes. And it is. It's like you have to move well, it out of the way. Why did we have to get pubes to begin with? They're I so don't, ugly. What, what is the reason, Doc Johnson? I was just going to say, because right. you know. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I don't speak for every man on this because I love P- I pubes. love full bush you do full yeah. bush I can tell by your beard I go for I go for full bush that's, that's what, actually just a girl's that's thing what you turns, just yeah, this out just your got face stuck yeah. from right. last yeah. time <laughs> yeah this exactly morning. really uh, I manscape personally you know so you don't like it on you but you like it on women uh, I just think you trim the hedges right I mean I probably don't do it as much as like a lot of other guys that I know but uh, I, see trimming the hedges I think it is fine I think yeah, people trim the who hedges. are too you guys who are too down there is weird yeah you can't go down with like the Jason Statham you know, like like he's the, bald. Yeah, it's like oh, the bald. shaved head. I don't know thing. what his pubes like, look like. So I well, no, he's, he's <laughs> I've a, never seen him either. He's a bald guy. I'm using the head reference for the down below. <laughs> right. Uh, that's like weird looking. That's so weird. Uh, but on women, I, I prefer the, like the least bush. amount of shaving possible. Wow. Really? You're definitely in the minority. So I don't know if I'm like, like no trimming either. Or just a man. <laughs> no trimming either. Um, I, I would prefer probably not. Yeah, I like think even just like, like growth on the thighs and stuff. That's no, it doesn't even I feel like, like go, you it, don't eat your pasta with a spoon. We you probably just eat it with a fork. Like no, you're I messy. cut it with a knife and fork. Actually. You do. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I'm like super low class. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I no thighs are off boundaries. That's out of limits. Like right. those are off limits. And then right. you know you don't want to go in all the way down to like the butt or anything. Right. Or like but, up to the neck. Like the whole area, yeah, up to the neck. Right. Up there, though, I, I'm saying I'm good with whatever you got going on. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But wait, what is the reason for pubes? I bet you we could Google that and find it out. But what? what oh, it's do a you know? pheromone. It's the like po- it catches smell. So back before, like people really shaved, like early days and whatnot, there was no shaving, there was no trimming. So what it would do is attract like the opposite sex. It would attract a mate. Really? Yeah. Wow. So then for like natural would, pheromones. Well, like it brings you in with the smell and then visually it's like goo. Yeah. And it, you brought me here you, and now you're pushing me away. It makes you horny. <laughs> so people had sex. People procreated. They had children to survive and like pass on to like new generations. Like that's like the real technical reason why we have hair in general. Like really? armpit hair and pubic hair. And I thought they just rates. wanted to keep our privates warm. <laughs> we needed more like a blanket. Keep it nice and toasty. I'm going to try growing mine out and see if it actually makes me warmer. <laughs> like, Mine's or if guys start falling very well down grown the out and it's not like, that much warmer. Like, Mine's freezing right now. It's horrible. <laughs> this is interesting. Oh, tell us more. I like you are. The do- you may not be a doctor, but you have a lot of information. I don't. I stayed at a Holiday Inn. I don't know if there's more. Like I just that's what I've known, I guess, for a little while is that there was it's just kind of like it was a natural pheromone. Is that why you have like hair, facial hair to attract hair, people? Uh, catches smell and smell of our body and our natural like essence gives off a, a natural pheromone we attract you know the opposite sex is what is yeah you so know, if your vagina stinky shape his, of hair yeah you've got a little <laughs> smelling not, problem that is a way to keep it cleaner and in a way to get rid of smell if that's something that someone's concerned about what i really want to know is uh why does your hair on your head just keep growing but like certain hairs know to stop like your 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 vagina hair doesn't grow down to your toes <laughs> You know what I mean? It's not like that. That I don't have the answer to. Why are you on the show then? (laughs) I'm sorry. Go go right to the second half. Why does it stop growing? I don't know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It just knows its limit. But does it though? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe because it pushes up against underwear or clothes. No, because it's just like a spring. No, I don't know. Because like our hair like on our arms and you know. Right. Like, that's true. But my hair on my arms doesn't grow much longer. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It knows to stop. It has a limit. It's like a, it's like an alcoholic versus like our hair on our head's like an alcoholic. It doesn't know when to stop. It just keeps growing. But our other hair on our body knows when to stop. It's a very reasonable drinker. Right. Also, it's a social drinker. Yeah. But you, but you trim the hair on your head and that actually like makes it regrow versus like maybe on your yeah, on your we, hair or we like trim our other pubes places and it regrows but then it stops at a point there's yeah. no one with, with pubes hanging down to their knees maybe no, there is there's no one that's like no there's not. i don't know there's anyone that's like gone that far right exactly there's not, believe me i've gone that far it doesn't grow that any <laughs> like i have not touched my vagina in a very long time <laughs> i know that i know it's like limits. very long she knows spells. the limits yes. yeah. <laughs> she right. knows the limits she knows how long her pubic hair is going to be well i want i wanted to talk to you about um sex toys because that's that's what i know 
know a little that's bit more about. That's what you know yeah. a lot about. But you know a lot. You hit from me your right show. with like the medical question. Yeah, I know. Like, but, you ha- but you had an answer for it, so that was great. I did. Yeah. But again, I like Essence, so I'm like, Evan, <laughs> I'm like into Evan pubic Essence, hair. the old band Essence. You, you got right in like my wheelhouse, right? right that's away. your wheelhouse, right yeah. there, pubic hair. Um, interesting. But so I, you know, there's a lot of people who listen to our show who are, you know, either not experienced uh, with sex toys or, or sex curious, in general, or sex in general, like. Can you can you talk to us a little bit about some beginner sex toys that people could potentially bring to the bedroom with people that they're not in relationships with? Or maybe just tell us about some sex toys that exist that could be fun ways to enhance sure. their sex lives. Yeah, I think, you know, that's probably one of the one of the biggest questions that we get is like, want to bring something into the bedroom, don't want to freak out my partner or don't want to freak out a one night stand or just someone that I'm sleeping with or whatever. So, I mean, I think that that's a very, very, very common concern for people and a common question question. So, I mean, a few of the items that we make, one item in particular that's a vibrator that is something that we always recommend is the pocket rocket because it's super discreet. Um, it's powerful. It's just like a clitoral stimulator. So it's not something that a woman's going to use to like penetrate herself or like the if it's a male partner might think like, oh, I'm being replaced or, oh, she doesn't want me to penetrate her. She wants this item to. So it's something that can be used in addition to the partner, you know, or if it's a female partner, it's something that can be used on her or on both partners. And again, it's not like scary. They're not like going down some sort of like rabbit hole of like the sex toy world. Right. It's like doesn't look like a vibrator. Um, that's kind of like the it's probably the best selling vibrator too, like in the history of the industry. Right. So I think that that's probably a lot of the reason why. Okay. Um, and why why do a lot of guys want that a pocket to rocket use that? in your pocket? Or you just <laughs> it's the pocket rocket. Happy to yeah. yeah. Like what is, phone? <laughs> like what is like why would a lot of guys want to? bring a sex toy like that into the bedroom like what does it do for women because we're all children inside (laughs) you want a little toy i think it's actually the opposite way i mean i find from the people that i speak to you know more often than not it's it's the women that want to bring it in because a lot of women can only orgasm through clitoral stimulation and not through penetration alone and um the guys always seem to be a little bit more like hey wait what like I can I can make you come or like I can make you orgasm like um you know I don't I don't need this help right um I think it's it's changing a little bit as sex toys are becoming more popular and be, you know definitely being spoken about more in like mainstream media and and just people are just more aware of it in general um but it's definitely more the women and I think it has to do with pleasure I mean again if you, bored if you them. If they're if you, bored yeah or if the sex Guys isn't good and you game. want you know something you know to to spice it up I mean for me why I like it is you know I like to it's just fun it's like a, I like to watch I like to watch a girl use it I like to watch it being used when when I'm with you know a woman and I like to make sure that you know she's having a good time and getting maximum amount of pleasure that maybe I can't provide you know, with just penetration or even just fingers for clitoral stimulation or things like that. A vibrator is just very different. Like, right. I'm probably add, more, add a new element. I know it a little bit more because I work with them and make them, but I know that they do things that we can't. How this does, is his how family one, business. Can you imagine he grew up with I was going to say, how does one get into the sex toy business? I was nepotism for me. Born into it. I was it, just born like into Really? So your parents did this? Uh, my dad, um, Mostly, my, my dad's uh-huh. my dad's company, and uh-huh. uh, he started it forty years ago this year. And congratulations! Yeah, thank you. <laughs> can you imagine like the loop bags? At I the know, my God, party! I can just you? picture your dad like based off of your looks. I can totally see him as this like nineteen seventies like suave <laughs> yeah. like based off of my looks. Yeah, because you kind of have like a seventies kind of vibe. Like a 70s yeah, like you have it. a seventies vibe, and I can see him with like the wide collar and and polyester, just being like the man. Much the to my toys. chagrin, we look exactly alike. Yeah, <laughs> like when I see yeah. the pictures, like we've been going through a lot of photos for the 40th anniversary and I'm like pulling out these photos of him like in the showroom with like the 70s like, garb me. on and I'm like oh no <laughs> then I'm like looking like, at him now future. and I'm like all right I've got to settle I've got to figure this out are you Greek or uh, Italian, Italian okay. uh, my mom's side and then just Jew oh I'm a pizza bagel you're, you are a pizza bagel. Yeah. I love it. Got a hole right in the middle for those sex toys. I'm to an Italian Jew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's well, funny because actually uh, the other day I, I don't use sex toys. I'm very uptight. I'm not into the stuff at all. I I'm awkward. You. I know you can tell by looking at me. <laughs> and uh, my boyfriend and I went to um, a sex toy shop for a joke because uh, it's his. it was his best friend's birthday and we always get him like a gag gift. And so we went and we got him... Um, 
like a dominatrix mask type thing. Oh my god, I love it. And um, we we told him if he wore it at dinner, we would pay for the whole meal. He didn't wear it for dinner, but um, we still paid. Yeah. <laughs> but I have a picture. Yeah. But I have a picture. Um, but for his friends and all that, we would pay for everybody else. But um, we didn't because he didn't wear it the whole time. But anyway, I do have a picture of myself. If anyone wants to go see it on Instagram in one of those like black like dehumanizing masks like a zipper on the does it have like a zipper and the ball gag like, no it wasn't that in? it wasn't that bad it was just literally just a black oh, come on you gotta go full month <laughs> exactly but my favorite part full ball gag right inside <laughs> my favorite part about the mask the writing on the back had typos on the box no so check your typos it wasn't me i don't make i don't make those uh i actually don't make the math and all that sort okay. of stuff i send people though anyone time anytime someone wants product from me and a friend of mine or a friend of a friend someone that gets hooked up and i send them a big box i always send them something called Dick Rambone. It's like an 18 inch, like oh huge God. dildo. And I just always do it as like my own personal gag because so I just funny. think it's funny because I, like I don't know where they're going to open it or who they're going to open it in front <laughs> right. of. Right. right. That's and hilarious. You can't act like it wasn't your, like you can't be right. like, oh, I don't know what that is. Like, right. you know what it is. That's like, not mine. You asked for this. Like, right. That's, exactly. That's, so I always, well, I, I, always I was it. on the show last week and I, like my goodie bag was like three vibrators and all these other sex toys. I brought it home. Home and I, sh- I took it out in front of my nanny, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, can I have one of those?" I was like, "That's weird." <laughs> well, we gave you good stuff. Like we didn't, we didn't, oh, really? we didn't give you like special? the Dick Rambone or anything like that. No, I no got we good gave ones. you like I we had... gave you like the nice vibrators and like yeah. the woman friendly. Oh my stuff. dear there it is. lord! Oh my god, that's massive! Oh my dear that's lord! Tiny. This see, is I think small. Lexi got one of these gag boxes. Right? I think this, this is, is no pubes. It's not appealing to me. No, it's no pubes. There's no pheromones. Yeah, but okay, this could actually kill someone. Yeah, it? they could. If you hit someone hard enough. It's a dangerous weapon. Yeah. yeah, Jenny, take it home. Leave it in your car just in case there's an intruder or something. <laughs> oh, dear God. Yeah, it's in also your back fun, windshield. It's also fun for valet. I'm sure. Oh, my God. If that was in like the passenger seat. <laughs> oh, no. I had a blow-up doll in my trunk one time fully blown up. Oh, that's And that's I funny. forgot because it was there for like two weeks. And it was like a joke. We were taking a picture with it in my passenger seat. And right. I had it in my trunk. And I go to valet and I open up my trunk on my key like on accident. <gasps> And it flies open. There's people waiting for valet, and there's like one leg, like sticking out of the blow up doll. And I'm just like, like right. yeah, that's it's my ha- job. That happens. I love it's my how job. a penis exactly. size only has every one day? ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is massive. Okay, I want to get back to advising guys who listen to this show, but even though this is a very interesting, interesting conversation, that's what I'm here but for. But you touched on something interesting, um, and it was that a lot of women now are wanting to bring sex toys into the bedroom, and I'd, I'd, I'd love. Love for you to explain to guys how not to be offended by this. And you touched on it a little bit when you were saying that a lot of women, you know, don't get orgasms unless they have clitoral simulation or but some women have other things where they need assistance. So yeah. if you can talk to the guys who are listening. Yeah, I mean I think that, you know, it's it's definitely it's a, it's an I was just having this conversation the other day. It's we're kind of probably my generation is is the is the first generation and and some a few younger generations that are of age to to have sex a little bit more so than me even, but it's the first time really ever that you know women are speaking up about their pleasure and sort of demanding their pleasure that's as well that's why i in always want to go to six flags that's right <laughs> exactly. talking about having fun and having pleasure in my life and men aren't well, haven't been used to that up about it. yeah they just haven't been like accustomed to that so i think guys are very they can be very selfish sexually and they can also be very egotistical about it and want again like i said just to be the one that's making the girl orgasm, feel pleasure, have a good time, have fun, be excited. And I think, you know, the biggest thing that I would say to a guy is like, you're just try to, you know, think about your partner and think about if you're really interested in, you know, experiencing, you know, the maximum amount of pleasure with that person. And for for both of you to get off equally and to just have like the most fun that you can in bed, then like don't feel that it's a knock on your sexual prowess to bring a toy into bed. You know, you use maybe other things yourself. Maybe people use strokers. You watch. It could be pornography. It could have been magazines when we were growing up or whatever it is. But so if it's okay in one side, it, it, it should be okay in another to bring that into like pleasure products and to toys and to bring it into a bedroom and to not feel like it's that you're not doing your job. Like right. any woman I've ever known that's had a guy that's been accepting of it or brought them in himself or been way into it um, have had much better sex lives because of it. And yeah. I think it can be a little bit of a tipping point. Like it can be a thing where kind of start there, like get your 
get your feet wet, so to speak, like with a pocket rocket or something smaller. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that I recommend are like vibrating cock rings as well because it will help a guy a lot too. And once guys see it and they see their partner's reaction and they see what that experience was like in the bedroom, yeah. then they're more hooked most right. of the Next time. Right, next thing they know, they got one of these in their house. Yeah, then they got that. We don't Deadly have to weapon. go... Uh, it's never about necessarily going up in size or whatever. I mean, I think that that's... That product right there and a lot of... We make a lot of products. Everything's for someone. There are people that are using this for, for pleasure. But I think if I'm speaking to the masses... Yeah, they're not. You know, it's, it's your normal you know, powerful vibrators or your normal like C rings or even just lubricants and lotions. I mean, that's a great way to just to ease you know, into it, to ease into it, you know, and to, and to bring something in that you didn't think before that you would ever do. And I think that w- once people do it, they, they see why and what they've been missing. Okay. What, what about for some guys who, you know, do want to experiment, right? Maybe they don't know what they want to experiment with, but they would like to try different sex toys or different styles of sex, but they're dating somebody who they're not really sure about how they feel about those things. What what would be the nice way for these guys to to start that conversation and broach that subject with them? So a guy like wants to use a sex toy with his with his girl, but maybe he's more sexual than she is, and like they're having very nice missionary style sex, and that's what they he thinks that she wants, and she's not really communicating about her fantasies or her wants or her desires. How how does a guy talk to this woman about where he is sexually to see if she's on the same page or if she's open to trying new things? I think my advice would be, you know, for for most of this stuff when it comes to sex you know, sexuality or your experience is, is, is to be blunt, but to do it in a, in a soft type manner. And that could just be asking like, have you ever used sex toys before? Okay. You know, which is kind of a, now I think a little bit more of a normal question. Like I already know that she doesn't use them. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and I found that out in five minutes, but I mean, that's a very simple question. That actually just, is a lot longer than I think it would take most people to find out. <laughs> yeah. But I would say like, you know, have you ever, have you ever experimented with sex toys before? Like have you ever used sex toys? And then depending on that answer, I don't know. You could possibly just jump into saying like I would, you know, if they're already having sex, see, it all de- kind of depends on where they are in their relationship. Right. But it could be like I would really love to watch you use a toy, you know, or like I would really love if we could, you know, bring a toy in with us. Like I wanted to I wanted to try something a little different or try something new or like maybe you would really like it. I don't know. It, it, it all depends. And then on, it really does depend on that answer being yes or no, because she right. could say, oh, yeah, of course I use sex toys. And then that follow up question is kind of maybe she was afraid to say it because she was concerned about his what his reaction right. was going to be. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, absolutely. It's like, oh, you like walks like, on the beach? I like walks on the beach. Obviously. <laughs> Let's go walk on the beach yeah. together. Here's my jackhammer. It plugs in. Right. <laughs> next right time exactly. You come in, bring this. Exactly. OK, so what about a girl who does say, no, I've never use sex toys before and she seems uncomfortable about the topic i think the only place that you can go with that i mean what i would do maybe is ask if you know she was interested in going to take a look you know with me or maybe like search online or go into like a really find like a nice boutique like in your area wherever it may be i mean here i would say like a babe land or um like a pleasure chest absolutely um Somewhere that you know that you're going to feel super comfortable and that. Yeah, I don't know that. if I want to walk into a place that has like a black curtain in front and like. Yeah, there's places that are still have like the like the people stuff and whatnot. But yeah, there's also places that are they're definitely doing a good job, but they're just not as necessarily like friendly as like a pleasure chest or they have the the clerks that are like will help you if you want that. Yeah, but they and also well-versed. have a really nice selection of products. So, you know, maybe just asking if she would like to like take a look and like if it's something that would interest her. Yeah, I mean, because if she's just not into it then you can't really push it much further than that it's just kind of like a couple of questions and see see what the reaction is okay well that i I like this advice and i want to hear what jenny has to say about this so we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back to find out what jenny thinks about sex toys (laughs) didn't catch mansion mayhem last week well here's what you missed halloween is over and so that's when you know everything goes into overdrive, especially if you're out here in L.A. They're playing uh, Christmas music at Starbucks. That, see, that's what I wanted to uh, ask you. Agree or disagree? Should we be waiting till after uh, Thanksgiving to put up Christmas stuff? Or is it okay to start putting stuff up now? No, it's not okay. I think you should wait because it's still like pumpkins and corn. And like it's still very like w- warm and not Christmassy. We don't need to see all that bows and cranberry Thank colored you. things it just isn't time. Thank you. I believe that it's Nordstrom's. I apologize if I'm wrong, but I did see something. Someone had posted that they had a sign saying, no, you will not see any 
you know, any holiday decor until after Thanksgiving. Let's do one holiday at a time. Thank you. I was like, bravo. Goodness. You guys are finally getting it. Stop it. I mean, I was seeing Halloween stuff in like August. Well, you know what I mean? Going, really? The year flies by as is without that crap. So it's like, come on, let us just slowly ease into these holidays and people already started putting up that's why i was asking because i was seeing posts and i and i i do that's kind of like my morning paper yeah i wake up i grab my phone i lay in bed for about half an hour and i just flip through yeah i just see what's out there on on the feeds whether it be facebook uh instagram twitter and i'm seeing people putting up their trees how do you keep that alive listen to the rest of this episode of mansion mayhem on playboyradio.com Want advice and step-by-step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make with Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now. Thanks for listening to Playboy Radio. You want to hear more? Catch us on TuneIn.com slash Playboy. We promise you won't be disappointed. Hey, this is Justin Willman, comedian and magician. It's your girl, Carly Red from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, the movie Top 5. Hey, this is Dr. Buck Parker from NBC's The Island. You're listening to Playboy Radio. Playboy Radio. PlayboyRadio.com. The only station to listen to. Thanks for listening to PlayboyRadio.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, so we're back and we're being chatty, Kathy's. I thought that was from my nose, not from no. the area that I live. Oh, no. what, being Jewish? Gotcha. Being very You're with no. like the big hats. I am. Oh, I yeah. am with the big hats. I'm not one of the big hats, but no, I am. No, no, no. I knew that, hats. but I love those big hats. So do I. So and how, hot how, in there. <laughs> yes, and in the summer when they. Oh, God. Big hats. Are you talking about Hasidics or something? We're talking about one of the sex toys. The new sex toy line (laughs) at Doc Johnson. Yes, we're talking about Hasidic Jews. Well, I want to hear what Jenny thinks about everything that we've been talking about for the first half of the show. Before, we used to pretend that the girl just walked in the second half of the show. Now, we're being much more transparent. I'm very real. Yes. Authentic and genuine. You've been sitting here. That's the truth, people. Yeah. So, like, do you use sex toys? I do now. You do now I after do listening? Now. After right doing the now, show, I just started using text voice. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I was very opposed to it when I was in college and a boyfriend brought it in to me because I felt like I was being watched and used. Okay. Um, by like, oh, I'm going to use this on you to see you. And so it was very like confronting, even though I'm yeah. an actor and a dancer and I've modeled and I'm fitness and all this stuff. I was like, I did not want to be used sexually. And that's how it was introduced to me. And so I was very put off for a very long time. Do you and think that if he would have talked to you differently yes. about it, it would have been If different. he would have said, this interests me, all of everything that you said, I think, yes, if he would have said that, I would have been much more open to it because I've been sexually open for so long and very verbal about it for so long that I think that I would have taken it more positively. So that was like confirmation <laughs> of good advice? Yeah, it was a confirmation of good very advice. Good advice. Yeah. Yes. Um, but my most recent relationship I actually held on to for a year because the sex was so good because sex toys were involved. Really? So there can be a bit of a backlash to that right. when you hold on to somebody because of the sex. But um, now I'm much more interested in it. I've actually been watching a little bit more um, pornography to s- kind of see how it's used, to be honest, in the yeah. last three or four years. Oh, how is it used? How is it interesting? Why women on women? And because I date both. So it's like, how is it? How is it used in both situations? Um, so I'm open to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's I would good. like to find somebody like that I had recently dated that is more open to it. Because a lot of people and guys especially are turned off. Really? From it. Yeah. 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 So I like, have good friends who like I grew up with and they are there's a few of them that have known me my whole life so they're like cool with it but then when it's like their it's into the girlfriends bedroom. meet me maybe for the first time or something and they're like oh will you send us something they're like no like do not send it to her do not send it yeah yeah and i'm always like that's just i yeah, always you're tell missing them I'm like, you're a loser like, yeah you just relax yeah yeah but i know i know a lot of guys that are that feel that way i think one of the things too is that if you love women there's something very particular about women and watching them orgasm watching being in the moment of like you said 
giving them their fullest pleasure is so exciting. Being on the other side, being the receiver of that and being able to get to that pleasure was like, wow, I didn't even know it was accessible. And you're letting me go there. How much more am I going to want to be with you? And trust well, that's an you. interesting way to look at it. That's yeah. really wonderful. Well, you you had said before you you date both men and yes. women. Yeah, I have so many questions. Okay, so this this First show of all, why <laughs> why women? They're so annoying. They are. Yes, it's very difficult to date women. They're. I mean, I'm on all of these sites, and they're nobody will ask you out. Nobody will say yes. They're very picky. They're oh, let's meet here and then change their minds the last minute. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. No wonder men are so crazy. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I feel like we say the same thing. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, men are not easy to date either, but yes. Yeah. No, but that's interesting. Yeah. So, so, okay. So you are coming up against a lot of the same issues that a lot of men are coming up against. How do you handle it? Um, meet a sugar mama and just do whatever she wants. Uh, right. <laughs> um, how am I handling it? I'm not really dating that much right now, I think, really. You just kind of have to step away, I think, and just... Because... I'm a, I'm a little bit, I really enjoy how I am, obviously, because I have a wider gamut. But at the same time, I have a wider gamut and more to lose from. And people have a harder time trusting me. Really? Yeah. Like, um, like men and women men because and women. you go... Because I go both ways. So like my ex, which is male, was also bi. And that was really positive for me because we t- understood what right. it was like. I'm not with you because I also want to be with somebody else at the same time, which is a great plus right but um i'm with you because i want to be with you and i choose you this time and i choose you every time until it doesn't work anymore okay no that, that's and a lot of people don't understand that particularly lesbians so right. it's really hard to date in the female community well so then what are women looking for because you were saying they're a lot pickier they flake on you so what what do you because you are a woman right so wh- what do what have you learned from that experience that they're what are they looking for oh god <laughs> um i think as so when I start dating older women, they're really looking for somebody to settle down with, not the idea of like marriage and children, but the idea of comfortable at home reading a book by the fire. Okay. Somebody really to just be good friends with and trust. Um, okay. I haven't been over. I might like older women. What? <laughs> I might yeah, be into older women. You want to go in that direction. <laughs> that sounds awesome to me. Yeah. Um, like m- most recently, um, this woman that I've been seeing off and on for about a year and a half, she really is still like, I don't want to be in a relationship. And I'm like, a year and a half? If this was heterosexual, we would have moved in. And I know they say that's the opposite for lesbians, but it's just in my case, it hasn't been. Um, and But with her, she just really is very active out in the world, likes to do things socially, art, music, wine, literature, everything that I'm super excited in on one side of my life, then I do those things with her. And she just really likes that I like the same things that she likes. And I think that's a big thing. I want to be with somebody that I like the things that likes the things that I like. That's what I'm noticing with women. So as an example, I was on an app where I was meeting women and lots of chatting and I was consistently getting asked to go out to lesbian clubs late at night. Well, I'm a fitness person. So I'm up at five o'clock in the morning. So I don't drink until two, four in the morning. I used to in New York. I'm a dancer from New York City. Like that's what I did all the time. But in this lifestyle now, I want to be able to hang out with lesbians and not have to be out till four in the morning to meet you. Right. That's what I'm running into a lot of. I Interesting. Don't, I wonder, don't hate yeah, me, so ladies. Either, like, <laughs> you wanna, like, you're finding in the lesbian community or like with women, they either want, if they're older, they want to yeah. be chill out, let's have best friend moments. Yeah. Or if they're younger, they just kind of want to party. Yeah. There's no yeah. in between. I'm not finding it yet. I'm hoping that it exists. That's... My goal <laughs> somewhere that does both. Yeah. Because I like that. I like both. So, yeah. 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 Okay. Very interesting. <laughs> I like this. Okay. So, I, I want to jump into um, some questions from our listeners because I think that you guys both have very interesting perspectives and we'll be able to give them some wonderful insight. Okay. So, you ready? Hell yeah. I am. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. I have a, uh, I have a personal story a few years back and wished I'd known you were available to, for help on this. Okay. I was working at, a, at Cedar Point Amusement Park. Oh, look at this. Six mm, flags. Um, pleasure. Um, pleasure. Exactly. Real pleasure trust. In Ohio, a few friends of mine had traveled from Michigan to work there. And when you work there, they provide you with a place to stay. Girls stay on one side and guys stay in another part of the living areas, the dorms. Um, scene. 
this beautiful girl who I had a huge crush on from the get-go. So did my friends. We actually met up with her and her friend and became friends for the duration of the summer. Now, in the beginning, my friend X was hitting on her kind of hard, enough to make her st- uh, say to him that she was a lesbian and all she wanted this summer was friends. Now, I respected that completely. I started to notice, though, that she was sending me mixed signals. We often hung out a lot together and would send text messages back and forth, kind of flirty. It got to the point where I knew she had to be interested in me, but I could never bring it up because, A, I didn't want to hit on her because of the lesbian thing, and B, we were with all of our friends, come to find out a year later that she was interested in me, but only used that lesbian line to get my friend off her case. Now, Say I was back in time when she was giving me signals. How could I have approached this girl who just said she was a lesbian in front of the guys, but clearly showing signs of interest in me? And when um, would it have been appropriate to confront her and ask her if she was interested? Sorry for the long story. Just thought you should know a little background info. Thank you so much for your help. Look forward to hearing more from you. Chris, I'm opening it up to you guys. You're passing it on to the lesbian. First. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Gosh, I think honesty is always the best. If just if there's a mixed signal in the moment of of privacy, just maybe even just hey, you want to go out? Do you want to go somewhere away from these people? Even okay. a simple, even if it's too uncomfortable or too confronting to say, I thought you were a lesbian, which might be a little bit like combative. Okay, just hey, you want to get away from these people? You want to? Hey, I heard you like wiener. <laughs> Let's go grab a hot dog. Go that way. Wait, Chad, I want to hear what you have to say. So what would you say in this situation? I'm, I'm guessing you would have a good response. You think I'd have a good response? Yeah. Well, because I, I, I will say one thing. I think it's tough because men, I think, are A, are very bad at reading signals. Mm-hmm. So I think all men say they got mixed signals when maybe if I had been there to see it, I would have been like, that was not a mixed signal. Very clear signal. Men are very bad at reading body language, first of all, off of women. Yeah. Uh, most men are. You know, so there's there were probably a lot of signs uh, that she or there there could have been a lot of signs that she was interested in him that he was reading as mixed signals. But the problem is that you pair that with the idea that unfortunately, and I don't think it only goes one way, but I do think that women give men mixed signals because they want attention. Yeah. They want that sort of feeling of being wanted, but they don't want to reciprocate it. And it's right. just really unfortunately sometimes from people who just have um self, you know, issues uh, self-conscious issues that they need kind of attention. And so men do get those signals and they get kind of screwed up in the head. And I think it's why they kind of feel all the time. Like, I don't know. I think she wants me, but she said she was a lesbian. But on the honesty part, like I agree, I would, I would, you know, have tried to read the signals a little, a little better and, and said to her, like, I'm kind of catching this vibe and, you know, I feel the same way. And, you know, I know that you told, whatever his name was, the friend that, that, that you're a lesbian, but she must've really not liked him to I go would, that far to say she was a lesbian. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that you can say That's beside that, sign. but I mean, I, I, I would have, I would have been direct about it. I think direct is always the best because at the worst that happens is she says, Oh no, I'm sorry. Like I do really like you, but I, I really am a lesbian. I'm attracted to women and like, but I, I think that you're awesome. Right. And then, so what? That, you're kind of in the same place that you were. I mean, I always will tell guys, go for it. Yeah. Say what you want to like, say. I- you know, be respectful about it. Be kind about it. But say what you want to say. Be direct. And, like, do not fear the rejection. Do not fear the letdown because you're in no different place than when you started. Yeah, and I, I all that could have happened there mm. was. And also, you, you never know. What? I'm not a lesbian at all, and I am way into you. Thank yeah. God you or said something. Or that you're bi. Like, okay, mm-hmm. so my husband has this story where he's so proud of that he made out <laughs> with this lesbian a long way like, before he met me. Where he, she was very much a lesbian. He had known her for a very long time, but they, I'm sure they did some sort of drug together. I don't even know. But they were having like a fun night before we were married or even dating, and they were just talking about music, and it was like his music like soulmate and they just stayed in a room for two hours talking about music and that got them like totally turned on and then they ended up making out for like two hours or something and like that's his big pat on the back to himself is that he made out with a lesbian but I'm just saying that even if somebody says that there's something there's still opportunity there could be a connection there in some way um I'm guessing most likely she said it at the first time that they were all interacting where she's like I'm a lesbian like get away from me and then sort of forgot that that statement was made afterwards once that group started becoming 
friends with each other. So what I would say to Chris is and then that it's hard to like act out being a lesbian when you're not a lesbian. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you kind of have to let let that down after a while if it's not true. Right. Exactly. You can't, like, just or else she's fake make out. I know a lot of she just wants to make out with a lot of girls for no reason. Gay experiences. Yeah. And I know a lot of gay people that have had straight experiences. Yeah. So just because someone says that doesn't mean they are necessarily. Yeah. The way that it's going to be with you in that moment, in that particular time. Yeah. And I'm picturing them working at like a theme park together and you're young and you have like drunk nights and you can like sort of tease her a little bit. Like, oh, so you're a lesbian, yeah. huh? But how come you're... You, you, it's like a super campy... Yeah. Like, how come your <laughs> eyes are all over my body? You, yeah, exactly. Like Adventureland. <laughs> like you, you can be flirty about it as well and just yeah. see how far that can go. And, you know, as Chad just said, like... People have lots of experiences, whether they're gay or straight. So I would say, Chris, to your younger self, I wish you had put it out there a little bit more about what you wanted instead of staying clear because you thought that something was off limits. Nothing is off, off limits to you until somebody else tells you that it's off limits for you. Correct? Good Liber- point. Liberating. Correct. Okay. I'm currently 43 years old. When I was young, I was painfully shy. It wasn't until I was almost 20 before I could talk to and approach women, but could never get anywhere. The few women I ended up with, I was a rebound and they cheated on me and then left me shortly after. After three years of friendship with my now ex-wife, she decided to pursue a relationship with me. Her first... Um, uh, her first after years of being single. A year later, my son was born. By the time he was 14, she has cheated on me once uh, and was cheating when she left. I don't think I'm angry with women in general. I think they all have a right to any relationship, pleasure, and fun that they want without being judged for it. I decided not to let her leaving me drag me down or hold me back and started trying to meet women. After almost four years, I've not even gotten one phone number. Responses have ranged from literally being screamed at for introducing myself to I don't give out my number, which all men know is BS and I find insulting. I've been described as handsome to not ugly. A couple of women in my family told me to not to only date ugly women and have low standards. I say no because it wouldn't be respectful to them or to myself. Now, I'm just tired of trying. I don't even want to try being friends or more. I can take care of myself, but I just automatically shift into it. I present myself cheerfully, talk and flirt. Not forcing it though. How can I just let it all go and how can I step stop even wanting to? Shane Poor Shane. I know. Little does he know his story's being read with this giant dildo right next to it. (laughs) His poor story and this giant thing. And a half eaten apple. And a half eaten apple, sorry. You know, it's. Well, what do you think? It's just really sad because he sounds like a really reasonable guy who doesn't sound. he sounds very like the reason I said reasonable is because he said, I'm not going to let my wife get me down. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to do disrespectful things to other people. I'm reasonably handsome. He didn't, you know, beat himself up. But I but there's got to be something that's going on if he's not getting yes. any phone and numbers within no four years and girls yelling at him to get away and not like, yeah, like there's some. So there's, there's something that we are not really detecting through an email. I'm right. Super skeptical of like his wording. On everything. Okay. I explain. mean, first of all, handsome to not ugly is <laughs> That's just a big a range. massive divide. Yeah. Like, so either you're Leonardo DiCaprio or, or Martin Scorsese. Could right. not be yeah. like further apart from each other. Yeah. Right. And then also just kind of playing off that, that like he basically described like a very perfect guy in a perfect like situation. Like he described that he's cheerful and he's flirty and he like doesn't come off as like creepy and he like does the right thing and says the right thing but the responses they don't match up all with of what us is are going sitting here there. saying like those responses just don't match up like a guy depending on how many times he's tried this and it wasn't just two he would have gotten a, a, a good response at this point without having to like target low standards or like an ugly person just because he feels that they would be more apt to like say yes to him right I don't know the whole the whole. All of it when doesn't guys really seem always consistent. describe how they are when they go up to women or like it's not the right think. perception. I don't know if they yeah. they can't like see what they're actually doing or what vibe they might be giving off or where he chooses to do it. 
You know, right? He might be in the women's locker room, and he's like, "But I'm a regular, normal guy who's yeah, not right? ugly." Like, I was I'm just wearing this. Yeah. I'm just wearing this trench coat for Isn't no this reason. Fun? There's nothing right. underneath. Yeah, I no, I I completely agree with you. There, there's a, a huge disconnect with all of the stories. So, so at the very beginning, when he starts talking about you know how women in his past have cheated on him and how his wife who was friends with him for a while eventually cheated on him uh that triggers me to think that he is a certain type of guy so either i don't think that he's a jerk i don't think he's an asshole i don't i don't think any of those negative things i think he is a complacent uh maybe meek individual that women tend to get frustrated with um, and so like I know in my experience, and this is horrible for, for me to say, but when I am around a man who, uh, I don't even know how to phrase it. I can, I can picture what this person looks like. I can picture how he's talking to me, but I can't really describe what I'm picturing. So maybe you ladies can help me out, but it's, it's like this man who, if he wasn't there, it would look exactly the same who it's Mr. Adds, Sullivan. It's from, from Chicago. From Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Just the, yeah. It's like you just kind of see right through him. He doesn't really you can kind of walk over him. You don't know he's there. You know like he could yell fire and and no, you know that's right. the only way he could get attention. Yes, the guy in Chicago. He's what's just, his name played it? Uh John or what's um, his name? Oh, John C. Barry now. Uh, no, John, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah. 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 He did a great job. He did. And he was he he was sweet and nice. So there was nothing negative about him. So that's who I'm picturing uh this guy Shane to be. And okay, maybe you can speak to this as well, ladies. That over after a period of time when you are around a man like that, you can't help but treat him horribly. I don't even know how to explain this properly. Yeah, Roxy Hart was sleeping with another man and yeah. then she was going to use him to cover up her murder. Yeah, but I mean, what, that's where? what the, that guy, that's what... <laughs> right. Whoa. You gotta know. Who did yeah, you want this show to? This is I definitely love not the man part. Like, I thought this was like a real person from the city of Chicago <laughs> no. for like the first two minutes. This is Chicago. And all of us are like, yes, we know him, Mr. Cellophane. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, Chicago no. the musical. No, but you're but. right. That's exactly what it is. Okay, so maybe we can help dissect this a little bit. So what is it that's so infuriating to women that they would want to either just yell at him? Like, because I can picture a guy like this continuously making efforts in the way that he does and a woman saying like, okay, enough, get away from like, I, I know that I could be that woman to that type of person as well. So so what what is it about men like that that brings that out of us and how can that type of man change like what needs to be changed in him well first i think body language yeah you know it's all about how you hold yourself how you present yourself you don't apologize for yourself like i'm gonna yeah. just keep referencing chicago but at the end of this his song mr cellophane he says i hope i didn't take up too much of your time yeah right and so it's like you don't apologize you you take up their time and you're proud to take up their time and, and it's okay to take up their time. right so you just start changing the way you look at yourself and the way you hold yourself and you don't you know like and i remember he takes his hat off and like holds it like down between his legs like keep your fucking hat on and you know yeah. just put your head up high yeah so okay. it's, it's a body language thing Def I think. yeah definitely i think confidence i mean that's so cliche but it's so true confidence is so important because if i if i'm a woman and i want to be in a relationship with a man i'm looking for a man to stand up and all these things strong chest strong morals whatever those are for you obviously right strong you know um somebody i can rely on somebody i can rest my shoulder on if you can't be that person and you don't have to be who's the guy statham john you know J you don't have jason to be Sta yeah. jason statham in order to to be that person but i need to know that i can rely on you so the only way that i know first time is if you can stand up and say to me yes i'm worth your time in here in here yeah. right exactly it's, but what yeah. so what do you th what do you think we're so mad at when like this woman chose to marry him as well right. right so he got into a relationship so after a nice friendship with him what 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 made her so mad that what was she so mad she was at? probably visualizing the man she thought she was rather than the man who he really was right or thinking as we all do as women that oh i see who you could really be if you just x right. y and z right right I'd so, love to hear what, what Chad has to say. I think say about also any of this. on that though, some people you know like to get into relationships like that because they want to be the dominant force in the relationship and they want someone who's yes. weaker and they sort of get off on that 
physically originally and then it doesn't change and there's just like spite and then it's just like i just fucking hate um, yeah yeah you can okay. swear you can do whatever you want I but i think that's on, the word I that i was no but that's so the word i was looking like, for i think so it's spite that's yeah, that's what a, i'm picturing from all these women there of like i just hate this just person step it up they haven't like there's still this like little weakling and i saw so much know, potential in you it's sad yes. to say but like there is kind of a little like like there's a little bully in us sometimes when we when we kind of smell it or sense it and there are people who like that right away and are drawn to that and then over the course of a relationship i mean they said that the kid was 14 so that's mm-hmm. a 14 year marriage yeah. who knows how long they dated before that that's a pretty long term relationship of just year after year after year just being this like weak meek and that's not going to turn her on sexually so obviously she's exactly. going to go elsewhere and so she's going to look elsewhere for that because anyone who's that way pretty much in their life is going to be that way in the bedroom right for sure and oh, yeah. so then you just have a you have a you have a situation brewing i'm sure that had probably been brewing for 14 years mm-hmm Probably even longer. Yeah. Yeah. No, good answers. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. glad we were able to break that down for Shane because I, th- I think you're all of you are absolutely correct. So I think like, he just, in, in the approaching it, getting numbers, he has to have confidence. He has to s- sit like he's cool, but not not too yeah. cool. You know, you don't want to be a jerk, but you want to be strong. Yeah. And go so watch demand, Chicago. Like, it's a really, it's a really I love it. It's a great music. But you don't want to be Mr. Everyone. But honestly, we have <laughs> so many guys that listen to this podcast that are probably Mr. Sullivan. Uh, absolutely. That... Could you, if they watch that and actually listen to the lyrics of the song, they would see themselves in it and and just learn how to change right from listening to those lyrics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sim- I could so sing we, the whole song right now if you guys wanted me to. Please do. <laughs> no, we should get rid of our podcast. Literally, just like play Chicago every week. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they have to do. I, like I, I know so many men in my life who are Mr. Cellophane, and then you, you do you, your heart bleeds for them. Yeah, in the like beginning. you love them. You're you. They're like little teddy bears that you want to like. You know, take care yeah. of, but you don't want to be with them for the rest of your life. No, that's and then why. Afterwards, you're like, fucking that's get them, get some right. balls, get a backbone. You, yeah, then yeah. you get angry because you're just like, oh, how are you letting me do this for so long? This yes. is this is what goes on in the mind. Well, I think you know you can get away with it. Yeah, like, but maybe then you that, get mad that, that you woman can get away who yelled with at it. him, like I think there was, she knew right away. Like, yeah, I can, I can yell at this guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. Like this guy is not gonna say anything to me. He's just gonna, he's just gonna like scurry away. Yeah. So what would what would be something that uh, Shane could do if another woman does yell at him after he's been Mr. Cellophane in front of her? <laughs> what could he say to her? I'm sad for you that you feel the need to yell at another person. Oh, yeah, that was I right. wouldn't even know how to. I I really wouldn't know how to respond. No, but that was a good who, response. Yeah, I mean. That's as good as I could ever say. Like, yeah, but that—that's a good response. It's a good, a good first step. Like, wow, you yell at people who try and ask you out for dinner. Yeah, have you never been treated well before in your life? Like, that would be Ooh, yeah. Like, yeah. make that's her a good feel response. bad for being a dick. Yeah. All right. Own it, Mister Cellophane. All Mr. right, Cellophane. Mister Cellophane. I love that song, and I Should love that. Been my name, Mister. Cellophane, cause you can look right through me, walk and, right by me, and, and never, never know I'm, I'm there. there. I know. Well, that, what's what's the come uh, all that jazz? Did you know this yeah. song too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows. Was, it's a big movie and a big play. Yeah, it's a big musical. I, when I was nine years old at Camp Robin Hood, we <laughs> Camp Robin Hood. Is that next to Cedar Point? <laughs> no, but the other camp was called. <laughs> Cedar something that's funny um but okay so i was at camp robin hood and th- we we did plays when you got to a certain age level like eight and up got to do plays that's during so the summer and we did like a a broadway review and i sang all that jazz which is a very my sexual song but i i sang that song and that was my first introduction to chicago boom I mean, amazing. I could do the whole thing right now. But we're <laughs> not going. We're going to go to a break. You should. That'll be our bonus <laughs> no, we already video. Took a break. Yes. <laughs> okay. Go the- no more breaks for us. We are actually at the end of our show, but I wanted to thank our guests. Hmm. So is that me ringing? Damn it. Okay. We can go until two. We have five more. Oh, minutes. we have five more minutes. Okay. We have one more question then. I met this girl a while back, but then we were just acquaintances within a student organization and hung out in a group setting. However, now that she is back for good, we have hung out a couple of times, just the two of us, and I enjoy being with her. One day she asked, we're just friends, right? Which is pretty, which is a pretty leading question, and it was unexpected from my side at least. So I ended up answering yes, after which she told me her guy trouble 
irrelevant for now, but already the wrong uh, step taken. Now, ever since the question, I have been unsure about my answer. And especially after I found out that she went on a date, I realized I should talk to her before it's too late. This is what I usually do with women. Just wait until it's too late. I would like to tell her the story below without you the mean stuff. when we get old and ugly. Is that what it means? Right. <laughs> without the stuff in the bracket. So this is the story that he wants to tell her. I wasn't honest with you or myself when you asked me the question about our friendship status. The reason for that was that I didn't expect it and I hadn't really thought about it before that moment. Ever since the question, I have parked my feelings at a two way junction. And I know this sounds stupid as the fa- Uh, as the fact that you went on a date made me realize I shouldn't beat around the bush anymore. One of the roads leads us down the path where I ignore them and we are friends. I know everything will eventually be fine, but deep down I will hate myself for not trying when I still could. The other path is that I tell you before it's too late that I like you more than just friends and I would like to see where this path could lead us. However, at the same time, I have this fear that I will disappoint you. I'm scared that I will hurt your feelings in the future. I have done this before too girl x and uh the mere thought of even hurting you and losing you as a friend can already bring me to tears for i don't know if i could ever okay, forgive shakespeare <laughs> for i don't know point. but i could ever bring myself for doing such a thing i still beat myself up about hurting girl x that is my truth right now and i uh, needn't get it off oh i needed to get it off my chest by telling you not i thought it's trying to be fancy again. um okay so that's the bracket part if i tell her this from my memory i'm not sure if i can get it across correctly and if i read it from a paper i'm afraid it will come off disingenuous so i was wondering whether you could help me by advising me what my best approach could be cheers why does everybody have to like it's all so Hollywood and and it sounds very romantic, dramatic. dramatic relationship. When really, just relationships are just two people trying to be nice to each other. Yeah, I, just be honest. Okay, just be honest. Okay, you don't have he, to remember every single detail. Yeah, I think it's that. just a first conversation. Of all, first of all, I, don't memorize that. It was horrible. First of all, you yeah. pull out a piece of paper. Yeah, Th- that's the. I have to talk to you. Excuse me, uh, real quick. Yeah, I a, crinkle, crinkle. Uh, I I don't. I will say this in the nicest way I can. I don't hate everything he wrote there. There's I, some I of it. I think there's a, you know, it's not ugly. Um, <laughs> right. Definitely there's not some, handsome. There's some not good handsome. stuff there. Yeah, like, exactly. I definitely wouldn't discuss like the, the junction of the road. And I, I that's definitely fluff. would not discuss that she went out on a date. Cause I think that's creepy. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think that you need to bring that up. Like you just came to a realization. You don't need to bring up the fact that, you know, that she went on on a date and like, that's what turned you because that could almost just look like jealousy right Right. instead of just like i actually feel this way because i feel this way and not because i was forced into feeling this way because i realized you might start going out with a guy that's not me right Right. so on the same side though i would make sure that he knows what it is because a lot of guys do get fake to fake themselves out into thinking that oh i don't want I don't really interested in her, but then it's like, oh, somebody I don't want her to do with is. anybody else, though. Or like, mm-hmm. what does someone else see in her that I haven't seen? Mm-hmm. Um, That's funny because I think that most girls do that often. That, that you're one of the first people to say that men do that as well. I don't think men and women are as different as no, they're not. People that make different. them out to be a lot. No, but, um, I, 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 like I said, I don't hate some of the things that he said. Don't read it. Definitely don't memorize it. But get comfortable with what it is that you want to say. And just be be a little quicker with it. You know, just say that I like the part actually when he said like it caught me off guard and I I wasn't I didn't answer honestly. I think that's an honest thing to say. It really just caught me off guard. And I wanted to say that we're friends because we are. But I realized that I feel more than that Mm -hmm. for you. And, you know, I should have said that at the time and I didn't. And. Let you me know, just, let me go, just shove my tongue let it down go your from throat. and almost let it go from there. Like it doesn't, yeah, right. <laughs> right, it doesn't need more explanation than that. I completely yeah. agree with you. So I um I write a lot of newsletters to people, you know, who sign up for my newsletters on my website, and I I was having trouble with this one newsletter that I was writing. It was too wordy. It wasn't really making sense. And I, I you know, called one of my friends who's a really wonderful copywriter who's really good at making like succinct newsletters that just have like really strong information and I forget how he phrased it but he said when you go back and um, read something you've wrote the one of the first rules of copies is cut out things that you don't need because it if if it's just an add-on sentence it's just going to confuse or it has the potential for confusing people more so I would say the same thing to this guy and 
if I were to edit out all the confusing stuff, it would sound something very similar to what Chad just said. So that was really um, amazing uh, advice that you gave for Shane. That's his name. No, it's Shane. No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't Shane. Shane. He's a new person. I mean, we talked about him for a long time. Anyway, really great advice on how to get that information across this, to this girl in a very confident, calm, direct manner. So thank you for that. All right, Shane now. Give yes. her a oh, yeah, that right. Shane, Mr. <laughs> Jealous. Yes, exactly. So, yes, we're about to finish our show, but people who have been on the show who are wonderful, mm. please tell others how to get in contact with you. So, Chad, you go first. Oh, how do you get in contact with me? Um, Not in contact with you. Ask or the ask, doc. Yes, go watch so Ask go the Doc. So go on, uh, it's uh, at Ask the Doc Show on Twitter, and uh, you can call us uh, and leave a message, or you can call in live at 323-642-9444. And when is it live so that they're not just randomly calling you? It's <laughs> Friday from 11 to 12. Yes, but so you're so much better at this. Than I, know. I am. No, you're good at it too. Oh my god, he's I never so good when he was hosting the show. I never do the plug, so uh, I don't know it. Did well, you knew right? the number this time because we did it before, and you didn't know what the number was. I know, but it was very good. Yeah, and then also ch- check out some of your sex toys because I think. And then definitely check out Doc Johnson. Absolutely, yeah. if you need sex toys. Yes, I got a bag of goodies or pleasure and products all or whatever you want to call it. They were wonderful goodies for me, so it was good. And then Jenny, tell tell people where they can find your information um, about you. Well, uh, you can find me on Instagram at, at Savage and Spice. Anywhere, really. If you Google Savage and Spice, that's kind of I've taken over that bit of the world. And then um, I'm on Savage Works Fitness is my training and nutrition. So Okay. Yeah, wonderful. you can find me there. Well, thank you for being on the show, both of you. New episodes of our podcast come out every Thursday at 5 o'clock. Please go and subscribe to the podcast. Don't download. You're a loser if you download individual <laughs> podcasts and waste your time. Uh, if you have questions for Overanalyze This, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. You can find more information about Kristen Carney and follow her funny tweets by going to ask Kristen Carney. And ask Kristen Carney? No, no oh, one's no, asking at, me anything. At, there you go. I don't know. I mean, very, <laughs> no one asks me anything. Yeah. They only ask me to stop talking. That's... <laughs> or if you want to find out more about Chicago, then you can Chicago. Yeah, go talk about it with her on the Twitter. And then go to my website, winggirlmethod.com, where you can learn how to attract, date, seduce, and get any girl you want without being a douchebag or a big freaking wussy Mr. Cellophane. Uh, you guys are awesome. We'll see you next week.